Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again for another episode. But like I always say at the beginning of them, thank you for the support. Thank you for subscribing and downloading and all of that there. I appreciate everything that you do for me out there. In this episode, this one is about uh, something, a conversation that, that I overheard uh, people having in here about having one more run in them. In this episode, I'm going to tell y'all, this is for the family members out there. This is for the family members out there. I want you to really pay attention to what I'm about to say because I, I don't think that a lot of family members understand that this goes on and that some people in here, uh, no matter what they say, they still believe that you know getting out of here and committing or living a lifestyle uh, of crime is, is, is what they should do. And so I'm going to call this episode, I got one more run in me, right? I call it that because there was this young guy in here. Well, he's not that young. He's in his late 30s, early 40s. And he's old enough to know better. Let's just put it that way. He um, recently was, was returned to prison uh, for some drug charges. But before he got out, he was going up for parole. This is when he was in here uh, less than two years ago. He was in prison. Uh, serving uh, a lengthy sentence. I think it's about 30 years, something like that. It's 20 or 30 plus years that he was serving on his sentence. And after a uh, few years, he got, he got blessed and was able to make parole. And um, before he left, he was having these conversations, not with me, but with other guys that have been talking to me about him. He was having conversations saying that he had one more run in him, that he had one more run in him. He had one more bite at the apple. He wanted to get out of prison, and continue to live a criminal lifestyle selling drugs. He knew this when he was going to leave. Before he even got out, of, he had already made plans to, you know, get his plug reestablished, get his drugs, do his thing, blah, 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 this, this, and that, because he said he had one more run in him. Now, keep in mind, on paper, he has about, I'm going to say 15 years to go. They let him out with 15 more years on his sentence, and he still believed that he had one more run in him. That means committing other crimes, potentially catching another case and getting more time, right? Now, my issue with him, if that's what he wants to do, that's on him. That's on him. That's what I would recommend to family members. Look, that's on him. But what I would ask people out there to do is this. If you don't want your child or your husband or your, your loved one involved in criminal lifestyle, you need to be more direct when you talk to them. Ask them what are their plans. What is it that they really want to do? And you got to call them on that. If they say they want to get out of here and become a doctor, but they don't, they haven't talked to you about going to college or anything like that, then you got to believe that they're feeding you some bull crap. You know what I mean? So start to be more serious in your conversations with your loved ones about what they're going to do with their life when they get out, as opposed to just being happy that they're getting out. Yes, it's a natural thing to be happy that somebody that's been in prison that you love is getting out. It's natural to be happy for them. But you have to make sure that this individual that you say you love is some is coming home to you in a way that is going to help increase what you got going on and not take from. Because that's what we have going on. A lot of guys are getting out of here. Now don't get me don't get it twisted. Now I know a lot of people lie and they can trick people into believing that they're gonna do the right thing and so on and so forth. And then they get out and then day one, they own something else. But if you pay attention to the signs, they're there. You can tell they're there. You know, people really don't want to talk about getting out and getting a job. People don't really have plans for getting out and starting their own business. They got like surface, surface information for you. 
they'll say, I'm going to start my own business. You say, well, what type of business? I don't know yet. I ain't thought about it. You've been in prison eight years and you ain't figured out what you want to do. That don't even make sense. So you got to start pushing, calling them on that. Because a lot of people in here, they are very, very good at the con. Very good at it. So you got to push on them. You got to make sure that they understand that this is not what you're going to tolerate. But let me switch this up real quick for those individuals that might have been in a situation like this. Let me say, I'm, I'm going to talk to them just for a quick second here. If you are one of those individuals that believes that, you know, when you get out of prison, uh, you got one more run in you, why not be honest? Why not tell your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, whatever the case may be, why not tell your family what your intentions are? Why not tell your kids what your intentions are? Tell them that now dad is going to get out and I'm going to go right back to the streets and I'm probably going to end right back up in prison away from you for the majority of your childhood. So don't really worry about building bonds with me because I'm not going to be there for you. Tell them that because that's what you're doing to them. But we don't want to be that brutally honest because we want our cake and eat it too. We want people to believe that we're responsible individuals without acting responsible. And that is, in my opinion, cowardice. And we got to quit these types of things, man. Got to quit these types of things. And family members out there, we got to quit accepting this. We constantly talk about the problems in our communities and everything that's going on. But let's talk about the problems in our households. Everybody's got problems. Everybody's got something that they're going through. But don't let an option for you in solving those issues that you have in your household include harming somebody else. Criminal behavior. And when I say harming somebody else, hey, violent and nonviolent crimes harm other people, so don't get it twisted. Selling drugs to other people is, in my opinion, a violent offense because it causes ripple effects across the community that can result in murders, kidnappings, carjackings, and everything else trying to get that dope. So let's quit talking about these nonviolent crimes. All crime in, in one way or another can lead to some kind of violence being perpetrated on somebody. So stop that nonsense. But let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with ourselves and push those individuals that we say we love. Come on now, love is an action word, y'all. So if we love somebody, we want to be honest with them. We want, to be, we want the best for them. So if you got somebody in prison that you really love, not faking, somebody that you really love, push them to do better. Encourage them to do better. Support them in the positive things, not the negative things. You got to put them in a position where they have to make a choice for themselves. This is not for you. It's for themselves. But if they make the right choice for themselves, it's going to benefit the household and everybody else. But you don't want your child your nieces, your nephews, everybody, anybody that's of an impressionable age to be around that. Because that type of behavior will rub off on them. And then everybody starts scratching their head when uh, that child uh, gets involved, starts to get involved in all kind of activities that uh, can lead to that child being incarcerated in juvenile detention or in an adult prison. Don't scratch your head and wonder why. Don't scratch your head and wonder why. You know why. We got to do better, people. And I know everybody's saying, who is he to tell me 
anything. Well, all I'm going to say to you is why not me? Why not me? I've been sitting here all this time. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. And I know how these things happen. And all I'm trying to do is, is, is do my part, my small part, in stopping it. That's why me. That's why me. Well, this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. And I'm your host, Joe Baker. And I say peace, y'all.